I'm Emily Dean. And I'm Kim Hyland. And we're your hosts for You're Not That Special. Where we share conversations about the wonder and joy of our everyday lives. And we're so glad you're here. Good evening. Good evening. We are in the gray and the cold. <laughs> Bundles. It is. it is. We jumped like from Indian summer to winter <laughs> yes it feels that way here in virginia there are snow flurries yeah. and and it's it's feeling like a cranberry thanksgiving oh a little I love bit that book. it's such a good i've got to get all my thanksgiving book. books out because it's in a week right yeah a week yes. well we're not supposed to talk about time right when we're doing a podcast <laughs> i'm so amateur um yeah so happy thanksgiving week everybody yes, happy thanksgiving week <laughs> um but yeah i want to i love all my thanksgiving picture books and cranberry thanksgiving is fun yeah i love thanksgiving thanksgiving is like all the joy of christmas and a third of the work maybe <laughs> seriously i've never heard it put that way yeah yeah, I mean, after years of hosting it, I yeah. love it. I mean, I love Christmas too, but I love Thanksgiving. It's a little, it's a lot simpler. Yeah, it's clean up a little bit and make a ton of food. Yeah, done. Yeah. <sighs> I I feel like the the Thanksgiving. I'm trying to think of the the. The complication for me is how we're going to do it since I'm not the one hosting it and I'm in the stage where I'm bringing a family along and going to, that's the complication of, well, all holidays is just how to spread time, how to, where, when, what, how. Yeah. And getting around nap schedules and trying to get people dressed up, it's. That's, yeah, that's a the lot complication. Of logistics. Yeah, the sure. logistical. Yeah, I'm excited to be in the hosting stage. I can't wait till I'm hosting and I just tell all my kids, "This is the time. Uh-huh. This is what I'll be serving. If you would like to come, you may." <laughs> I will say that that's I enjoy that. Yeah, but I mean, it changes so quickly. I mean, yeah. just it feels like. I was where you were yesterday, trying to figure out. Well, I remember trying to hit every, all the places, right? Yeah. And then you're like, "This is insanity." We won't be doing. We're that not doing anymore. that again, right? <laughs> yeah. At the end of it all, you're just, and that was no fun. Um, and of course, if you're listener trying to hit all the places, Godspeed. We'll say a prayer yes. for you. Yes. <laughs> yes. Much coffee and yeah. And good nap schedules, too. And it's good. I mean, there's still good memories of, you know, of doing it. But then at some point we said, okay, this is too much. We're going to have to choose. And then eventually it became, I mean, everybody's family is different. Our traditions over the years changed, you know, which family we'd be with. And then it was probably just like seven or eight years ago, really, maybe a little bit longer than that, that we started hosting. Yeah, at um, home. At home, yeah, yeah, in our house. Just, and I think that that is probably one of the biggest challenges with holidays is mm-hmm. um, we were going to talk about the joys and we've jumped right into the I challenges. Know, I know, but, you know, I know. We're just we really just practical kind of people. Yeah. Um, so we'll, we'll talk about both, but I'll just finish my sentence. One of the challenges of holidays is you have this ideal 
and it's just like this mishmash of your childhood and you know if you're married your spouse's childhood and what your parents expect of you and then what your kids want and what you're trying right. to establish exactly and it changes very rapidly mm-hmm. and you know traditions are um wonderful but they can also become burdensome and yeah. then there's that crazy dance of you and your if you're married you and your spouse and then there's just so many expectations. I mean, how many things in your life do you try to figure out with all of those people not many. having a say? Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a, a major collaboration yeah. that you don't typically do throughout the year. And it is it is kind of compounded Thanksgiving and then Advent season and the Christmas season. I mean, all just one on top of the other and then New Year's and who's doing what. And you might have family and friends and you're doing things with really close friends, but also with family. It gets so complicated. It can. Um, But this series is peace in the holidays. So we're starting with Thanksgiving because that's the one coming up and... We were going to talk about some of our favorite memories from Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um, Talk about some of the good things, and then maybe we can circle back around to... All of the challenges that we just talked about. Some of the challenges. But I I think talking about the good things is good for us because it helps us... It helps us determine why we're doing a thing. Yeah, yeah. And... At the end of the day, you know, if you can look back on your memories and say, these are the things I really loved about this holiday, it might not be exactly, but it can be an indicator towards the reason that we gather, the reason that we're giving thanks as a family. Like, there's a lot of truth in, you know, goodness and beauty. So, yeah, if we can look at those, they can be a right. compass for yeah. that season. No, that's a really, that's that's very true. And um, because, you know, I'm thinking about Thanksgiving and I've got a cute idea for the kids' table and, um, <laughs> you know, I bought a couple things today at Hobby Lobby for the big people's table. But if I'm not careful, those things can become the thing, right? Yes. And, you know, because they multiply very fast. I got turkeys today and, you know, so, yeah, the, I mean, it's exciting and the details matter, um, but they can also, we can easily quit making the main thing the main thing. And so I know when I think back on Thanksgiving and why I love it so much, I mean, in general, it's just so simple. It was all the family. And I mean, I'm thinking back to when I was a kid and, you know, grandparents who would be there. And I mean, we didn't have, I mean, some families always, we went to grandma's or we went to this and this is what we always did. We didn't have that. Um, but I think what I mostly remember was just it was so exciting that relatives were coming and yeah. that friends were going to be there. It was just the festivity of it and the good food, you yeah. know. And, you know, I've got crazy memories of mishaps of people dropping the turkey and it's sliding across the kitchen floor out of the <laughs> oven. And I have a picture in my mind of my mom with a hairdryer. <laughs> trying to thaw out the turkey, you know, the hairdryer in the turkey, very obscene, but, you know, just, you know, um, and, you know, various things, but just, yeah, mm-hmm. just that we were together. Yeah. And there was food. We were feasting yeah. and celebrating God's goodness to us. And I think as a child, you're, 
blissfully ignorant of all of the dynamics yeah um that are real when yeah. all that family comes together. Yeah. You know, I remember catching on here and there, you know, my parents would be upset with their parent or so-and-so and, and just thinking, I don't understand. Yeah. We're together. And yeah. This is so fun. And how could you be upset with your, with grandma? You yeah. Know? Um, and that, that actually makes me think what a great way to be. Yeah. To just not know. Or, or to, yeah, we can't help but not know, but to not let it, not let it burden consume, you, not let the drama. Yeah, you know, you can be aware without it being, yeah, becoming so burdensome. Um, what are your mem- happy memories? Well, I have. So I was thinking about like when I was a child one of my favorite memories is that i got to make sugar cookies one year you probably don't remember this but i got to make sugar cookies and cut them out in the shape of leaves and a turkey and i had just always wanted to do that for whatever reason that was the thing in my head that i wanted to make shaped sugar cookies with like I do kind of have vague red and orange cuz we I I can see the cookie cutters and yellow yeah, yeah. sprinkles uh-huh. on top and um and now as a mother I understand why you said no every year <laughs> that was exactly what I was like sitting over here feeling all the guilt because that's also what I remembered I wasn't going to bring it up that I, I asked all the time. Yeah. All cookies. Yeah. Yeah. It was a little bit controlling. Yeah. And I remember this year, for whatever reason, you said yes. And now I get it. I mean, Thank if my you. kids ask yeah. me, <laughs> can we make cookies today when I'm also trying to make a side for, you know, a family gathering and get everybody dressed and be presentable myself after breastfeeding and maybe getting four hours of sleep, probably my answer is no. <laughs> so I get it. But as a child, I was like, why don't I just get to make cookies? All I want is to make these cookies. And mom just says no every single year. Aww. But then this one year, I got to. And it's a really, really good memory. Um, but that's a lesson. Let um, the kids make the cookies. Well, it was sweet. And you can I mean, see it from both sides. You really you know? can. I, yeah. I, this is not a... This is not a let the kids make the cookies moment. That's not what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I think there's there's a time and a place to let the kids make the I'm cookies. I'm thinking about getting the Pillsbury sugar cookie dough and pulling out the, the little cookie, cookie cutters cookie to redeem myself. It's such a, well, that's grandparenting. Like mm-hmm. the, it's, it's just a sweet, simple thing. But I remember yeah. feeling as a child, like I had contributed to this big that's, thing that's so important. that happened. Yeah. And for yeah. me in my home, hosting is such a big deal. We have people at our house all the time, um, for all kinds of things, um, anything from just a mom is coming over with her kids and we're going to have tea and coffee while the kids play to we're, you know, doing a you know book club or whatever. There's always something going on at my house. That's the way I've always wanted it and that's the way it is and I love it. You're really good at that. Thank you. Yeah. But a lot of what it is is making things more casual. Because you can't, about no, yeah. and and I guess I could do that and stress a lot about it and really be concerned that, you know, my sunroom looks like half garbage, half shed, you know, <laughs> and I really wanted it to be filled with potted flowers and, um, I don't know, something cozy and hospitable, but it isn't, you know, it's just, it has to be 
not that important and I've got to keep the main thing the main thing. And for me, with hosting, I've realized letting the kids take part in like the small things and just noticing where I am being controlling and it doesn't really matter that much is really important. Like, yeah, their decorations might be kind of tacky and silly, but now they feel like they are hosting this thing that ultimately I do want them to have some responsibility for because that also means, hey, we're hosting, like it's time to tidy up your toys and sweep the, you know, sweep the dining room. Like this is hosting. This is what we do. that's the difference between hospitality and entertaining. Right. And I don't want to be entertaining. Making an impression with your clean, pretty decorated house, whereas hospitality is sharing your life. And I want to share my kids. My kids yeah. are and my life. The kids. Yeah, yeah, and That's teaching really good. teaching the kids. This is something that we give. This is an offering, and that it's not this thing where we're all running around screaming at each other and you know ah, the vacuuming isn't done. Like I don't, I don't understand that. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> well, and and if the vacuuming isn't done and somebody walks in, then you get to get closer to that person and be like, "Can you hold the baby while I finish vacuuming?" So That's good so to see good. you. Like so I actually do this because you know I'm a recovering perfectionist, and so the holidays can like trigger me a lot. And yeah. I'll be laying in bed thinking, "Oh my gosh, we haven't finished the basement," you know, and, you know, and <laughs> we haven't, you know, just all the things because I I will get idealistic because I read too many magazines. I'm not even on Pinterest. I just like my decorating magazines yeah and so i'll start thinking about it and then even with just the family i'll be like logistically and i'll get really freaked out and i'll tell myself this i'm like if they were coming over tomorrow yeah i could do this yep i would throw everything in the office Mm -hmm. which i (laughs) yeah open the office door and i would you know and i would Wipe the toilet, and we'd pull out the food, and I'd, you know, and that actually calms me down because mm-hmm. I'm like, we can do this, and that makes me realize it's not about having everything just like I want it. It's right. about opening the door and saying, let's do this together, and let's enjoy one another. Yeah, and there are things that are they are really cozy and do add to your gathering, and I think... For me, all of a sudden, those become more important, like that the kids do get to participate in the decor and that we have enough candles. Like that is way more important to me than that, you know, I've done the project that I wanted to do in the laundry room where it wasn't always that way. I used to be very much in the mindset of entertainment where it's like people are coming and they're going to like be looking at my life. And I mean, if you have relatives like that who are coming and looking at your life, like just say a prayer for them. Like that's not on you. That's not for you to, you know, impress them with your perfect life. We're not, our, our job is to reflect the love of Christ that's our job. And I think that's what feasting brings to uh, an otherwise pretty hurried culture. Yeah. And home is such a wonderful vessel for doing that, for sharing yeah. love. And I think that's why it is such a battle because our enemy knows yeah. that he can, it's a powerful thing to share food, to feast, to open your door, right. to be together. And, um, 
Right. He wants to rob us. He wants to make it, you know, um, a burden. Yeah. And we're stressed out and we're tired. Um, and so, yeah, I love that you said candles because I think there's just those really simple things. I think of candles, music, mm-hmm. you know. Um, a really good playlist is worth and there's so, many. Yeah, <laughs> there's, there's so many. There's so many playlists good you can find on YouTube or playlists. Yeah. And, but ultimately, it's a heart that it has. Is. And, you know, and I think sometimes even that can then become like, oh, not only do I need to do all this and, you know, open up and be generous, and I also have to, you know, be, get my heart in the right place. But then I know that in the past that would become a burden to me, right? That I have to, you know, have had a really good devotion that morning. And, and, and truth is it's a lot of work usually. It's out of our norm, you know. But I, I think that it's just it's just a heart that shifts, that right. keeps shifting, that mm-hmm. keeps turning back to what what it's about and and is determined really to enjoy it. I mean that what a hard task. I mean, that's what the invitation can you, is. Can you talk about, you talk so much about the word enjoy and what it means. Well, I think it's just the difference of, I mean, it's, a, it's an intentional thing about entering into the joy of what we've been given. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's delighting in what we have. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think sometimes we think of it, as being outside of our control, like whether or not we're happy, you know, right. it's going because our circumstances. And that's where holidays can spiral so quickly because we create this expectation that is just an illusion of mm. every, you know, we're out of our norm. We are probably going to be a little bit more tired because if we're out of our norm, we're doing more things. And now we're supposed to look like a Hallmark movie, like the good part of a Hallmark movie, you right. know? Yeah. And, or the magazine, or the Pinterest, or whatever, and and nothing can live up to that. We're yeah. human beings, and so choosing intentionally, choosing to delight in what is mm-hmm. and the goodness of that, yeah. and that might even be you have a strained relationship with a person, right. or you you and your husband are you know a little tense with all the tension, or you have a child misbehaving. Or the things didn't turn out the way you wanted them to. And accepting that and then choosing to take joy, to enjoy what is. Yeah. That you're together. Yeah. And love covers a multitude of sins. I'm just thinking of like those tense, frazzled moments. Because we don't even have to detail them because people know them for, for the, themselves. Sure, yeah. And I mean, holidays bring them out. You exactly. Know? I wanted to... Um, I was showing you earlier um i had read something um so i found this person online she's an artist and i think her name's christy beasley but she does this really sweet kind of folk art and she was talking about a painting like a of this little countryside scene that she did yeah and um Maybe we can link to it. Yeah, let's do that. She said, as I painted in the tiniest details, I thought about people who live or lived way out on farms and hardly ever graced the doors of a grocery store. This is what I loved. They fed travelers and were more concerned with the function of their home than the appearance. And the home served many so well. Mm. It filled bellies, offered fresh air, 
and the space to get lost in thought and prayer. Mm. And I just, I mean, it's simple, but I just loved that, that concept that it was, you know, they were more concerned with the function of their home than the appearance. And because they were, the home served people very, very well. And that's, mm, mm-hmm. that to me is a reminder. The home is not for us to serve as yeah. a showpiece. Right. It's to serve us. Right. And, and that's why I could do that tomorrow. Yeah. If Thanksgiving were tomorrow, I right. could do that. Mm-hmm. And maybe I wouldn't have all the bells and whistles that I would like to have, but I could. That's so interesting because I was telling you I'm reading Hannah Coulter, but then just as you read that again, um, I'm also reading Understood Betsy. And they're both about, I mean, both of these books are about old farm life. <laughs> and mm-hmm. um, I think Understood Betsy is like 1930s and Hannah Coulter is like 1940s, yeah, 50s. Yeah, right around the same time. And in Understood Betsy, they're, they're this family and just every, every single room in the house, the way it's described, it has this, it has a purpose, but they, the way that they live their lives, they're, um, the Putney cousins in Understood Betsy, is just always to make room for more. So they make room for the main character, Betsy, because her aunt is sick. And then Betsy's living there and meets this little girl at school whose mother is sick. And then she goes and she talks to this aunt who's kind of like a hardened, you know, weathered woman. But she's like, of course, yes, we'll make a, we'll make a spare room for her. And so all of a sudden, they just have these two small children living with them. This um, grandmother, her husband, and their daughter. Um, and it's just, it's the most interesting thing. Like, their lives were not so showy or well their house vain was something to provide shelter exactly like, let's yeah and people and, are what exactly. are more important right and so we'll make more room right we'll make room and the same thing in hannah coulter like the way that the house is described it's like and it's things are just so simple yeah. You know, that, that, yeah. that they had food together, that they had these specific good meals that everybody looked forward to. And they were content with that. Yeah. And they didn't see beyond. Um, in Hannah Coulter, she talks about how she didn't know what she didn't have for her contentedness. And it just makes me think, like, in our culture, how robbed we are of the gift of contentment. You know, just... Yeah, because, I mean, we're, we're wealthy. Even if we right. are struggling financially, we're wealthy. Right. And, and we're also filled with constant input about what life, quote-unquote, should look like. Right. Um, and that can, that's really interesting because as we, as we have more material things, we have less contentment. Yeah. And so, yeah, holidays and especially Thanksgiving is such a perfect time to reflect on that. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously gratitude is what brings our hearts contentment. Mm-hmm. But even to just challenge the notions around, because I love beauty at holidays. I love creating it. Like I said, I went to Hobby Lobby today and found, I love, you know, finding, I'm always kind of behind the curve. Like, <laughs> but what's great about that is it's total clearance. So like, I'm buying stuff 
Like, I got these bases Pro that tip. were, yeah, it's good to procrastinate and, you know, to just not have your stuff together because and then you're getting the best If you're prices. like two trends behind, then you're shopping exactly. clearance. Exactly. And Beautiful. that's why I'm always shopping clearance. Brilliant. And I will enjoy creating beauty and making the table look nice. Um, but, and that's a gift. You're not, by the way. You're not. You're not. You're not two trends behind. Oh, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> well, whatever. But but my point is that that that's a gift to be able to do that. Yeah. But to keep it in its place, and yeah. for so many, they were just content to have a roof and family and food. Right. Yeah. And when you're talking, it reminded me of my great aunt Katie that you never met, but she lived in you know a farmhouse that she and her husband had raised her children in, and she you know was. Um, yeah, she was probably, she would have been in her 20s around in the 1940s. Anyway, as a child, we would go visit her in Pennsylvania. And yeah, she just, I loved her home. But it was just this old country home. There was nothing special about it. It wasn't going to be anybody's magazine. But it was it was home. It was home, 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 you know. And, and there was food yeah. and family. And that was everything. Yeah. Um, Let's hear it for the homemakers. That is such an incredible, beautiful station in life. And it, it, it doesn't always get all of the, you know, all the attention. But what do we all have in common? <laughs> Everyone. Mm-hmm. Home. Home, right. And the homemaker doesn't even mean she's not working outside of the home. The homemaker no. is somebody who makes home. Yeah. And and I think that I mean we're kind of reiterating this a lot in a lot of different ways, but I think one of the challenges of living when we do in a time of relative abundance um is to insist to fight for home and the truth about it. Yeah. That it's not that because it looks like some image from somewhere. Right. But because what it is, it's the place that houses us and um, is an invitation to to love, really, you right. know, and then to have food and to be together. We're, we're pushing back against a culture that says that everything outside of home is more important. Right. And then also tries to say that, and your home needs to be this or right. look like this yeah yeah and so i think that you know the um the the i don't know i guess like the the takeaways is are you know we accept one another as we are mm-hmm. going into holidays i feel like that's so important you yeah. know just yeah you know that this person that you're going to see grates on you or you know and it just that's the beauty of it, though, you know, that we love each other enough that we're going to do this anyway. Right. And um, and and having realistic expectations. And as we accept one another as is, I think we, sh- we should accept what we have to work with as is mm-hmm. and be grateful for it. Yeah. Yeah. Peace in the holidays. Yeah, I gotta say one more thing though. Yeah, because I went to Hobby Lobby today, and I'm so excited <laughs> about. So we have enough kids now, grandkids, that we're gonna have a kids table, and so I bought um, 
on clearance. It's Christmas, actually, that they're already putting on, not clearance, but really good sales. Nice. Anyway, it's just like craft paper, like like wrapping paper, but, you know, it's yeah. kind of brown and it had like a little design on it. Right. And I'm going to cover the table in it. And then I have these cutouts that I'm going to print of, um, I got some sticker paper and I'm going to print these little um, holiday cutouts. Pictures, yeah, yeah. On the sticker paper. And the kids are going to get to oh, just cut color out the stickers and, and decorate their table. That's my that's whole point. That's so cute. I'm redeeming myself for not that's letting you so cook sweet. the Thanksgiving cookies. <laughs> but I'm so, when you were talking about that, I'm like, that's what I'm doing. And I'm going to let them, and I have some different ideas. Actually, the the we I will link to the Christy Beasley um, yeah. thing because that's where I got it. I It's just like a, it's really cool. We'll do a little commercial for her here. Yeah. It's like a, I can't remember. It's a not very expensive monthly membership and you get all these things that you can print. Mm-hmm. And I love stuff like that. I love, yeah. and so anyway, I discovered sticker paper and so I'm going to do that and then all the, and I'm going to, I got um, just some little, I got glue sticks and I'm going to get crowns out and they get to decorate the whole table and their spot and there's little turkeys to cut out and things like that. They'll love that so much. Yeah. And give them some good (laughs) memories and maybe even let them make leaf cookies. (laughs) Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. (laughs) 